0: Robert Saup here, sitting out at my patio. It's November the 13th, Friday the 13th. I, I was thinking earlier in the week how it was Friday the 13th when they basically was the last day that I was at my company office. I've been working from home here ever since. But God is still good no matter what the pandemic does no matter what the politics no matter what the situation God is still good a friend of mine young man that I've met during this pandemic gotten to really like asked me a question this morning, earlier today that, or maybe it was the last night one got me to thinking he looked at me and he said We know Christ was a carpenter, but we don't know how good he was. Well, now we know that he was a carpenter from uh, the King James Version of Matthew chapter 13, verse 55. Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brother James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? Okay, it says that he's the carpenter's son there, but in those days the father trained the son up to do what he did for a living joseph his adopted or his earthly dad his adopted father he stepdad however you want to call it most people just say he was his dad and i'm okay with that was a was a carpenter we know that so we're pretty confident that christ was also a carpenter in mark chapter 6, verse 3. It tells us that he was indeed a carpenter. Is not this the carpenter? The son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judah, and Simon. And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Speaking of Christ and and his teaching, and how he offended people with, with the truth. And so many people this day and age in this world is so offended about everything. It doesn't even have to be the truth, they just get so offended. The last two years seems to be the years of offense. But it tells us that the cross will be an offense to those that don't understand or that don't accept the cross. But I'm going to get back to the question that I was asked by this young man about Christ being a carpenter. It's true, we, we don't see any of his buildings, any of his structures. I don't even know that in archaeology we've ever found any kind of a building or anything that we can actually attest that was built by Christ. No furniture has ever turned up in a thrift store, in an antique dealer, even in a museum that said, made by Jesus. But we know again that his father was a carpenter. Joseph, earthly dad, was a carpenter. We also know that his heavenly father was a carpenter. You go, what? In the book of Genesis, first chapter, first two verses, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness filled the face of the deep so we know that God created everything that we know, I'm sitting here again looking on my patio and I'm looking up at the stars oh it's so beautiful here words just does not describe how pretty the night sky really is so we know that jesus was a third of the godhead so yes he was a carpenter he in the book of john it tells us that nothing was created except by by him he was the word so we know that he was a carpenter even in heaven he was a creator he was a builder he was a maker of things So it's just fitting that, that God would choose Mary, the betrothed wife, the engaged, the fiance and the fiancée. It was only fitting that, that he chose Mary, who was about to marry Joseph, who was also a carpenter maker of things builder of things it's a skill it's a certain skill that a lot of people don't have but it's a beautiful skill if you can take wood and you can create something out of it it's in it. it's almost magical i have a i have a good friend who is a licensed contractor I worked with him on several projects over the years i describe him as He's magical with wood. If you can draw it, he can build it. So it's a it's a skill. It's a beautiful thing to be able to sit and take a piece of wood and build something out of it, bookcase, a house, table, whatever, doll. Anything. You take nothing or you take something that's going to be thrown away or it's going to be burned in a fire and you make something out of it that's beneficial and useful. Now this individual that asked me this question earlier, he's also a carpenter. He's really, really good. And as I said, I've I've gotten to be quite fond of him over over the last few months that I've known him. I enjoy his company. I enjoy his time. But that question that he asked me this morning about—and he wasn't sarcastic. It wasn't, you know, even comical. He was just like, "We don't know how good of a carpenter Christ is." And the Holy Spirit moved on me when he said that. And I looked at him. I said, "He must have been pretty good carpenter." Because you see he took three nails and two pieces of wood and he built a bridge from heaven to earth. From earth to heaven. And that bridge has stood 2,000 years at least. It's went through fires and floods and famines and pestilence and wars and earthquakes. It's went through hard times and good times. And it's still standing. It is still standing. Oh, the physical cross is not standing in the skull or the place called Golgotha. The physical cross is no longer even probably in existence. It's probably rotted. But the spiritual bridge that Christ created still very much there. You see, it was on the cross of Calvary and the shedding of His blood that gave us the opportunity to go to heaven, to truly be free. I don't know what you're facing in your world. I don't even know what your world is. I don't know where your world is. It may be next door, it may be across the world, but one thing that humans have in common, we all have problems. And I've said many times that you need to be kind to people as, when you meet them because you never truly know the demons that are facing them. So you need to be kind. And that bridge that Christ built and that cross of Calvary, it teaches us to be kind. Now how can an instrument of torture teach us to be kind? He said the world would know us as His disciples if we love one another. And He loved us so much that He took the beating, He took the crown of thorns, he took the nails being driven into his arms or in his hands, his wrist. I'm not gonna get into location. He took the nail being driven through his feet. He took the spear being piercing his body. Just so that we'd have a that we could walk that bridge. That spiritual bridge that he built that day. In Calvary I imagine that as a little boy him sitting there watching his dad his earthly dad his earthly father Joseph work in the shop I'm sure he had a he asked questions I'm sure that he you know learned how to use the tools but he didn't have to he knew it all but he gave up all of the glory he gave up heaven just to come down to this earth for us the creator the builder the maker of it all gave it all up for you and I guys I don't know what you're facing as I said and I don't even know what your world is and where it is but I'm here to tell you that no matter where you're at God's there No matter where you're at, Jesus is there. No matter where you're at, there's a bridge. There is a bridge going from you to the throne room of heaven. It's up to you to cross that bridge. Trust me, that bridge has never failed, never let anyone down. It will stand the test of time. My granddad used to say that God's word would stand when the world was on fire. That bridge will stand when the world's on fire. For you see, those of us that are on that bridge, that have crossed that bridge, will survive. We'll make it to the next level. We'll make it to the next step. We got a lot of steps in between but we'll make it because the maker and the builder of that bridge is not just going to leave us on that bridge by ourselves he's going to be there with us no matter what you're facing guys no matter what you're facing Christ is there if you will lean on him Now, he is a gentleman and he will not come where he is not invited, not welcome. But if you invite him, if you welcome him in, he'll be there. He'll cross that bridge again and again and again and again. Now, I'm not saying he'll die on the cross of Calvary over and over. But he will come to our rescue and all we have to do is call out and he'll be there. You see, he took the three nails and he took the two pieces of wood, but the real bridge is him. He's the real bridge. And we will make it to the other side. He's already promised us that if we'll go with him. See guys, I don't, again, I can't even comprehend what some of you are facing in this world. But I do know that Christ is there. And He will always be there. He said He would never leave us or forsake us. All we have to do is cry out unto Him and the great carpenter will be there. No, we don't see any Toys or furniture or buildings that he built. But look in the mirror. Look at your grandchildren. Look at your children. If you've been blessed to have those. If you're blessed to have a spouse, look at the spouse. Look at the world around you. His work stands the test of time. Because he is Time. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man will call unto the Father except by Him. How good a carpenter was Jesus? I'd say He was pretty good. I'd say He's probably the best. Let's close in prayer. And if you do not know this Jesus that I've just told you about listening to this podcast, this could be your time, your day you're not listening to this podcast just by accident you just didn't find it on the radio or on the internet you just didn't find it on your phone God led you to it because it is truth our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day we thank you lord this day for your many blessings and we ask lord that you'll stretch forth your hand lord throughout the country throughout the world lord you know what people are facing you see the the situation and the incidents lord we ask that you'll give peace where peace is needed lord you'll give comfort where comfort is needed and lord if any is listening to this and 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 feels that emptiness that void that that yearning lord that all they have to do is call out unto you ask for forgiveness and you will be there just say i'm sorry and i know you will be there lord i ask this in jesus sweet and holy name we pray amen love you guys be good to one another and i'll talk to you soon